T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And welcome to The Back Brief. I'm Rod Rodriguez. Thanks for listening, folks. All of you, all 100 of you, or something like that. I want to know who's listening, honestly. Who's out there in podcast land listening to the back brief? Email me at rod at connectingvets.com. Let me know what you're thinking, what you want to hear about. Hell, send me some hate mail. I'll read it out here. I don't mind. Uh, it's been a crazy week for me here at Connecting Vets Land. My son graduated from Paris Island's Marine Machine. He is America's newest devil dog. Next up, Kemp Lejeune. He will become an infantryman, an infantry marine. Very excited for him. Apparently, there's been a whole lot of changes uh, in the infantry marine school. Uh, it's longer, I think. It's a little longer. They're teaching them like all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, they're incorporating air assault into it. They're trying to bring together the basic and the advanced infantry schools together. So these young infantrymen are going to go in and come out with these advanced skill sets uh you know so it's definitely part of i believe the marines vision for the future a smaller but deadlier force very excited that my son gets to be part of this this uh historic change in in the marine corps uh and you know seeing your son graduate from such a tough and challenging course uh as is what the marine corps uh has has developed over the couple of years it's really a testament to our nation and speaking see this is a it's called the segue folks uh, speaking of an amazing country we are now on the other side of the kyle rittenhouse situation if you will uh, i think it qualifies as a situation folks if you noticed um we haven't really talked about it on the connecting vets website and i get it not exactly Veteran news, uh, but I think it's definitely news veterans are interested in, and maybe that's part of why so many of you don't actually like uh, quote-unquote veteran news. Maybe that's why you don't necessarily subscribe to ConnectingVets.com. Well, it's not really a subscription. It's free. You can always go to ConnectingVets.com, read the greatest, latest greatest in veteran news, but uh, you know, I don't see too many veterans that go to that, that talk about Websites like Stars and Stripes or Connecting Vets or Military.com. They talk about those places for military-related stories, but you're still going to Fox. You're still going to CNN. You're still going to Breitbart and all of these other places for, for your news because they're talking about these issues that are current and they're the ones that are on your mind. And 
I get it. There, it's 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 a very political. But here's the thing: we can't talk about controversial stuff like Rittenhouse because too many people make it a political thing instead of a news thing or even a conversational thing. And I'm sorry, but my veteran community knows how bad they can actually be. I mean, it just something about toxic veterans and how they stink up a message board. Now, not all of us are like that. In fact, I'd say the majority of us aren't like that at all. But there's that vocal minority that talks way too much crap and turns an issue into us versus them. And that is the Rittenhouse issue. Maybe we should call it a syndrome, a group of symptoms that occur together, like the idea of Black Lives Matter. But let's just stick with the Rittenhouse situation for now. (laughs) Black Lives Matter is probably a different episode. The Rittenhouse syndrome is something that I'm calling it because it seems to be something that has existed before. But Rittenhouse, the Rittenhouse case, the court trial did something different. So the Rittenhouse syndrome looks like this. You're pro-Rittenhouse or you're anti-Rittenhouse. That means the other side is stupid. They're ignorant. They're dummies. Doesn't matter what points they're making, they're just stupid. And you're not going to sit and listen to their stupidity. You're not even going to consider their side of the argument. And then there's the assumption of political affiliation. You're a Democrat or Republican, depending on where you fall in support of Rittenhouse. Apparently, you can't possibly feel a certain way about an issue without falling into party lines, which is completely insane. It promotes party worship instead of real freedom of thought. You're also a bad version of your party if you disagree with it. You're a bad Republican. You're a bad Democrat. If you're a Republican, you had to agree with Trump or you were bad. You're a bad Republican. And likewise with Biden, you had to ride the Biden train or you were a heretic to the Dems. Complete complete stupidity. And then there's the race card, which seems to be more and more prevalent. If you're pro-Rittenhouse, you're a racist against minorities. If you're anti-Rittenhouse, you're a racist against white people. Either way, you're a racist. Now, that, that, that one kills me. I saw a meme circulating about uh, if you support Rittenhouse, your racism is showing I'm like, what the hell? If Rittenhouse were a black man being acquitted for defending himself, I'd be happy for him too. If he were a black man felt guilty of a mass shooting, I'd be happy he was convicted. The race thing plays no part in my consideration of the topic. It wasn't even a part of the discussion In the court proceedings, nobody was like, oh, he's a racist because he, yeah, they brought up like some Proud Boy stuff. But I also know a couple of black Proud Boys. Proud Boys is not necessarily a strictly white supremacist organization. Are there white supremacists in the Proud Boys? Yeah. Yeah, there are. That's unfortunate. But like I've said in other podcasts, white supremacists have a way of kind of weaseling their way into everything 
I'm surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if there were white supremacists and Black Lives Matter. That's how infectious and invasive those types of people are. Rittenhouse syndrome has been around for a hot bit, hasn't it? But this case really helped us kind of hit home how absolutely stupid these arguments actually are. There was a lot going on in this case. One of the victims was a convicted child molester. One was a bipolar guy with a history of violence. And another was literally pointing a gun at Rittenhouse when he was shot. Was there nuance to all of this? Yes. That's literally why there's a case. That's why they were in court. Because there's nuance to all of this. There's context that we have to understand. There was a lot going on with Rittenhouse himself. Maybe a 17-year-old kid shouldn't be off the parental leash with a rifle going to save the day. I don't let my 17-year-old drive at night. Why was this kid in a riot with a rifle? I think that's a, that's a question that should be asked. Maybe it's not a legal one. Probably a parental one. But when did we accept all or nothing was the new norm? When did we start coloring with only black and white? Well, maybe there's some issue here around the media. Maybe they're writing stories to sell subscriptions, sell stories instead of telling the truth. There's a problem for sure. But the other part of the equation is us, the reader, the consumer. We're operating at one minute intervals of information consumption. If you can't explain it in one minute, then it's not worth knowing. I was on Twitter recently and someone tweeted, could someone break down critical race theory Barney style for me? And I'm like, no. No, they can't. That's not how life works. Critical race theory, by the way, is such a complex idea that it originated from a master's and above level discussion group at a university. It was never intended to be explained in third grade terms, and the folks that took and ran with it have been chastised for doing so by the very people who developed it. Most people don't even realize what critical race theory is or where it came from. Some concepts and ideas have too much nuance, background, and a requirement for context that turning it into a one-minute soundbite isn't just unfair, but it can become misrepresented and misleading. If I tried to explain quantum physics in a one-minute Barney breakdown, I guarantee you will not have the right idea about it. You'll have some vague notion, but that's going to require a lot more explaining to even come remotely close to the truth. We need to stop trying to Barney-fy third grade explain stuff and realize that we're grown-ups in a grown-up world and grown-up issues are complex. They have multiple moving parts and that rarely is anything black and white. There are some. There are some black and white issues. There are some very flat out right, wrong issues. But most of the time, they're complex. We seem to want 
espresso shot news and facts now. We're trying to consume the events of the world like we're on a cross-country road trip. It's 2 a.m. and we'll be damned if we're stopping to take a nap. Nah, man, we're going to pound these energy drinks of news and information till we drive off the road through the guardrails and end up in a Reddit ditch sinking anti-Semitic rants written all caps. Conspiracy theories about reptilians invoking Satan while eating brown children because, of course, they're racist too. But if you're keeping score at home, and I hope you are, I did start this episode talking about veterans and their knack for catching Rittenhouse syndrome, the Rittenhouse fever. And sure, it's not just veterans, but I've got a veteran audience here for the most part, and they're the ones I deal with the most. And I've got to tell you, vets love wearing their affiliation like the uniforms they once wore, which is fine. You want to wear a giant button that says Republican, Democrat, doesn't matter. But then it becomes an undying loyalty, which means anyone that disagrees falls into, well, we're back into the whole Rittenhouse syndrome, aren't we? If you don't agree with me, you're against me. But Rod, the other side's doing it too. They said bad things about Trump and Kyle and me and my military, so F those guys. Okay, sure, some did. But when the hell did they did it first not only become political strategy, but also fired up the values chart to become number two under all or nothing? Suddenly, they said this about Trump, so I'll say this about Biden, or they were nasty about this issue. So I'm going to be nasty right back. As veterans, who should have higher moral compasses and better values than dirty civilians? I'm just kidding. You're not really dirty civilians if you're listening. But shouldn't we be taking a high road? Shouldn't we be the better person in this? And expect better from ourselves and our leaders? We have watched leader after leader after leader say insane Silly, stupid things. And we haven't held them accountable. We agree with them. We pretend like it's interesting and fun and part of the personality. Across the spectrum, folks. Across the spectrum. The Rittenhouse case. The Rittenhouse case is a clear example of us versus them defended with stupid, silly, selfish arguments by both sides. No one wants to talk about the issues. They just find an opportunity to finger point and raise the same nonsense arguments. The Second Amendment, personal self-defense, racism, shootings. These are serious issues. I find myself after every shooting when they're like, you know, 10 dead today, 10 dead, mass shooting, 15 shot. I'm like, please don't be a veteran. 
please don't be a veteran. <laughs> I've been in rooms like, please don't be a veteran. When they're like, 17 year old, I'm like, oh, thank God. I mean, it's horrible. Definitely shooting's terrible. Don't, don't, definitely don't shoot people. But I'm always hoping it's not a veteran because we, we need to be better. We need to be better, folks. Social media is responsibility. When I first started on Facebook and Twitter, it used to be fun. It used to be just about like, remember when Twitter was uh, like Rod is and it would dot, dot, dot. And it was like, I am watching a movie. I am going to get something to eat. It used to be about what you were up to. It used to be about you. And now it's turned into this platform where we're all not just expressing our views, which is fine. Express your views. Express how you feel. But now it's, I'm going to express something my view and at the same time blast these people and call them names. Tell them they're bad Americans. I don't agree with some people's perspectives on Rittenhouse. I agree with some and I disagree with others. But I'm not going to go on social media and tell people like, if you don't see it my way, you're a bad American. There are people who are super gun control. I am not about gun control. I am all about this, the Second Amendment. I own guns. I love shooting my guns. I, I, I firmly believe that as a responsible gun owner, I should be uh, able to purchase whatever the hell I want, whenever the hell I want. And nobody should tell me a damn thing about it. And I'm not a big fan of letting anybody, whether it's the government or not, know what I own or when I owned it, when I purchased it. Not a big fan. But when I hear people say, like, I believe in gun control. You shouldn't have a AR-15. You shouldn't have a shotgun. Okay. I don't think you're a bad American. I think you're a concerned American. You may even be a little misinformed about certain parts of your argument. I have met anti-Second Amendment people who have some great points. Times that I was like, oh, well, I never thought about that. That's a good, that's an interesting point. I don't agree with you. My instinct says don't agree with that. I got to think about that issue. That is a good thing. If you are being forced to reconsider things, that's okay. It's all right. It's okay to change your mind too. If you're anti-Second Amendment and you listen to me talk to you and we have a great discussion, you walk away thinking, you know what? Maybe guns aren't so bad. Maybe rifles, maybe Americans should be armed. Don't take that as I should definitely dig my heels in deeper. I can't move because then people will think I'm a flip-flopper. We need to make, we need to normalize changing your mind. We need to normalize talking to people and hearing each other out. We need to normalize civil discourse. Snark is fun. I love snark. My buddy Jack Murphy is king of snark, man. Nobody snarks like that guy. 
but we can't be snarky all the time. Sometimes we just got to listen to each other and, and it's okay. I'll finish with this. No one really won with the Rittenhouse situation. Nobody won. People are dead. I get it. You may not like the child molester. Yeah, neither do I. Neither do I. But families mourned. People lost someone. That guy was someone's kid. Mom and dad, they lost their son. They know that their son was probably a dirtbag. But families felt it. Families mourned. Kyle Rittenhouse, love or hate him. He was drugged through the media slime trail along with his family and his friends. People are now pitted even more so against each other. And the Second Amendment is once again at the center of lunacy. By the way, Ghislaine, Ghislaine, I don't know her name, Maxwell. Trial, her trial starts next week. You know, Epstein Island and the child rape thing. That chick. Weird how no one's talking about that. Am I getting in trouble? Am I going to get in trouble for calling her a chick? I hope I, I hope I, I hope I don't get in trouble for calling her a chick. She's not a good person. I mean, I could probably have used another word instead of chick. Won't someone think of the children? Probably not. Probably not. Doubt that's going to make headlines, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we'll find a good place to vent our Rittenhouse BLM white rage, black rage, rage against the machine. Eternals could have been better. Black Panther's been delayed anger towards the one person in the world I think we can all agree deserves the least of our compassion, and that's Epstein's accomplice. Innocent until proven guilty, but boy, oh boy, I want to see that defense argument. I think we should give her, uh, I think we should give the Rittenhouse prosecutor another chance. Maybe he could play defense this time. Put uh, put him on her team. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, whether you love Kyle Rittenhouse or not, you have to admit that prosecutor sucked. <laughs> that guy was awful, bro. Go back to school. All right. Till next time, I'm Rod Rodriguez. Be sure to check out the awesome veteran news you've been missing at ConnectingVets.com. Be sure to listen to my man, Phil Briggs, on CBS Eye on Veterans. And you can find me and Jack Murphy on our other podcast, Military Matters from Stars and Stripes. I will see you at the next episode. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. See T-Mobile.com. 
engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 